Excuse me? Fading in, fading in, fading in, we're fading in. Welcome to Super Chucker Mania, episode 52. We're halfway to 104. We're available on all your good podcast outlets, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And a few of the bad ones. Yep. Good ones, bad ones, we're there. And did you know 68% of listeners don't even know why they're listening to this show? So I don't. Are. Yeah. Well, that, that's a hint at an email we've got coming later right there. Oh, okay. Oh, we've got mail in the mailbox. We've got one mail. We've got one email there. It's pretty exciting. Okay. I'm Captain, and that's Player. Yep. That's, Is that right? That's me. Or is it the wrong way yep. around? No, that's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's just not working today. Okay, right. first of all, let's just mm. say we just had an earthquake. Right. I didn't feel it. <laughs> no. It was just near Melbourne. But people in Sydney, even Newcastle, felt this earthquake. It was some say 5.8, some say 6, which is a decent size earthquake, which is all the more bizarre considering we are on our own continental plate with no faults. So right. it's very strange. Well, that's, I'm not a seismologist or anything, but like if a tree falls in the woods... You know that analogy, like yep. if there's an earthquake in Melbourne, like, okay, there's people in it's parts of Sydney that say they felt it, but I'm in Sydney, I didn't feel anything. Neither did I. So how is that possible? Like, <laughs> it's, do you know what I mean? If, if there's a fault line, right, like maybe, okay, it goes up the, li- the line or whatever. But yeah, I just, like you said, it's, it's like one, one plate. So like, how does that work? <laughs> well, Australia has very, very few earthquakes. Like the last big one was yeah. in Newcastle, which I think was... 89 from memory? Yeah, I was I was in Newcastle when that happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, re- I remember, and it was the very first earthquake I was ever in, and it was like, oh, what's going on here? And everything just was just shaking. And it's like, oh, it, like, you know, you kind of get caught off guard because, you know, you, it just comes out of nowhere. You're not expecting it. And, yeah, it's just really bizarre. But I think you've got to be really, I mean, especially where in Sydney, we're that far from it. It's going to be pretty minimal anyway. I mm. think it was felt by people. But oh yeah, right. You would have to be in the right place at the right time, not concentrating on other things, or you just probably wouldn't notice. Yeah, I'm in an apartment, a yeah. couple of floors up. I didn't feel a yeah. thing, but that's yeah. doesn't mean that someone who was standing out on the footpath mightn't have felt it. Right. Yeah. It's you know who knows. Yeah. But it was it was interesting. There doesn't seem to be too much damage, but like it's only a couple of buildings, what? some walls fell down, and some, but nothing's too major from what I've seen. Well, uh, for me, like again. Channel 7 sensationalized media. You watch it and yeah, there's, okay. If you're in Melbourne, yeah, okay. It'll shake you a bit to the core and scare you a bit. But the damage from what I've seen is very minimal. And when I say very minimal, the coverage all morning has been on one building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's it's Betty's just burgers one, it's one intersection. In Chapel yep. Street, <laughs> in Chapel Street. And it's like their whole TV news footage is focused on this one building. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Okay, have you got any other footage? <laughs> and it was yeah. funny because I saw the reporter outside that building and she's like, looking up at the building, it does say it was built in uh, 1881, so <laughs> no wonder it fell down. It's pretty old. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, what, what, a, what a great explanation. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, oh my I, God. Uh, like I also said to you, like there's all the, uh, the tradies in Melbourne that are on- Oh, that's uh, a whole other thing. We'll get to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That are on strike. Who's, who's going to rebuild all this shit? 
Who's going to rebuild Betty's Burgers in Chapel Street? Exactly. <laughs> I saw a tweet not long after the earthquake, which I think was about quarter past nine in the morning. Yes, yes. And then I saw a tweet from Adam Cooney, 17. And this is the tweet. It says, yeah, but was it really an earthquake? I mean, how much can we trust these seismologists anyway? I've read articles about seismologists who've been silenced about the real earthquakes that occur and the government tries to keep them quiet. <laughs> And I just thought that is the best tweet. That is the best tweet, the most relevant tweet to all the crap that's going on these days and people believing idiots on Facebook over actual qualified people. It was just such a genius tweet. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I said, with sensationalized Channel 7, they were like their cameras were at the ready to film like these um, protests, so-called protesters. But then the earthquake happens and then they're like in a quandary of like, oh, do we cover the protesters? We covered the earthquake, you know, (laughs) and it's like, what if they were rioting and the uh, like another like, uh, what's that repeat earthquake called? Aftershock. Aftershock. Well, if there's an aftershock and a riot at the same time, I reckon they would wet their pants. Oh, they would. Their heads would would love it. (laughs) They would love that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, there's there's a few things. Before we get into what's good, I'll say uh, okay. I'll say these two quick things. Yep. One thing, it's good and bad news, right? The good news is Five Guys Burger Joint <laughs> is opening this week in Western Sydney. The right. bad news is we can't even go there because it's in a lockdown area and it's way more than the limit we're allowed to travel. So <laughs> it's very sad that they get to open and literally the majority of Sydney can't even go. Right. Only people in that vicinity can actually even go there. So it's going to be a very, what do they call, soft opening. There's not going to be a lot of people there. But hang on, don't they pick those locations because that's where most people are that will, you know, they get the most business out of because like, like Oh yeah, yeah. Clientele. They'll still do well. Right. They're in one of the, the fattest. It's like when Carl's <laughs> Jr. opened up in uh, on the Central Coast because yeah. they had the highest rates of obesity in like the entire state. And Carl's Jr. saw that and like, that's where we're opening. (laughs) And now they've chosen, five guys have chosen Penrith, which is probably second on the list for fat people. So, yeah, they don't open in these places, you know, they're not opening in bloody Balmoral. They're not opening in Neutral Bay, are they? They're not opening in um, Bilgola Beach, are they? No. You You try and even find more than two McDonald's on the entire North Shore. It just doesn't exist. They all open in the areas where they know that's where they're going to make their money. Right. Uh, speaking of which, are you impressed by the Five Guys prices, Australian prices? Of well, I thought about it. You know, I know they're not going to be the same as in America. That's just, it's never going to happen here. Yeah. But I, I looked at it this way, right? After you showed me the menu, I'm like, oh, of course, they're stupidly high prices. But then I thought about it this way and it sort of softened the blow, right? One of the burgers cost like seven bucks in America. And then yeah. I thought, what does someone working in Five Guys earn per hour? Probably seven bucks. Mm. And then I look at the Australian price and it's $21. And I thought, what does someone in Australia earn per hour who'd be working a Five Guys? About 21 bucks. So I looked at it that way and I'm like, it's pretty much spot on, really. Okay. Even though I don't want to pay 21 bucks for a burger. Well, it's 21 bucks for a cheeseburger or something, right? Like, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not 
Great, yeah, but, but it's um, knew, you know, it's never going to be American prices. We're ne- it's, we're never going to see that here. But it's still so, could have been worse. So it's like the cost of doing business. Pretty much, exactly. Yeah. While we're on fast food, here's another related thing. Before we even get into the show, you know, last week we talked about uh, Willard Scott. He passed away. Yes. And I said something like, "I'm sure he did many things in his life, but I don't know about them." I yeah. was watching something, and he was actually. Are you ready for this? He was literally the first. Post- Person who played Ronald McDonald in a TV commercial in America. Oh, Isn't that yeah. insane? That sounds familiar. It's that crazy. Familiar. Like, mm. like I said, he was old and he'd been in entertainment business for a long time. Of course, he's done loads of things, but to be the first guy to be Ronald McDonald, that's a that's a pretty big claim to fame right there. And that is a claim to fame. Still when it was like black and white. It's crazy. I have a Ronald McDonald story. Ooh. I, have I told you this? I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I'll tell it again. I'll, I'll, I'll just tell it again for the, the, the new listeners. So when I was a kid, I used to work at McDonald's. And once they had, I think it was like McHappy Day or something. And they're like, oh, we're getting we're getting Ronald McDonald to appear at the McHappy Day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like, wow, okay. So this random old guy just comes in and says, oh, I'm here to see the manager or whatever. Okay, manager comes out. Uh, could I help you? He's like, he, he kind of whispers. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Ronald McDonald. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, come through, come through, right? So he comes through and at the back there was like um, like a male and female change room, right? I could already anyway, take a guess where this story could get absolutely hilarious, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, anyway, so he said to the manager at the time, because the, the, the manager told me this like after he, he spoke to this guy that was playing Ron McDonald. He said to the manager, he's like, now I have a very strict rule. He's like, I'm going to go into this change room and it will take me two hours to become Ronald McDonald. Oh and he my goes, God. under under no circumstances can anyone come into the room while I'm becoming Ronald. And he <laughs> was, it was like this whole method acting kind of thing. But it was like, okay, like two hours. Okay, you can, you got to put the makeup on. I get all that. But like, two what hours. else are you doing? Wow. What else are you doing in there? Like, it, he was like, he was like a real weirdo. And it was like, he had all these things about how it was imperative that no one walks in on him. And it was just, it was just <laughs> really bizarre. So everyone had to like stay away for two hours. I think he spent almost three hours in there oh and then he came God. out and it was Ronald McDonald. It was just really, really bizarre. It was really bizarre. Like I have a thing about clowns and like, we, like you know, it's kind of tagged to that thing of weirdos and horror and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it was just like a big part of that. It was just re- a really weird thing. I think most people can agree. Clowns are just yeah. a bit freaky. They are, yeah. Like, anyway. I don't know how kids aren't scared to death of them because you look at them now and you're just like, who mm. could find this appealing in any way? <laughs> like, even when yeah. I was a kid, I didn't, like, think, oh, wow, it's the clown. I'm just like, uh, yeah. why does he look like that? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, where, where I thought that story was going to go was this guy turned up and he's like, oh, I'm Ronald McDonald. And, he, and then he went in there and stayed in there for hours. And then it turned out that he wasn't Ronald McDonald at all. He was just like some hobo <laughs> who came in and fell asleep. That, that's where I thought that story was going to go. No, and, no, no. and every uh, every McHappy day, he could just go around to all the McDonald's. <laughs> And just go, hey, I'm Ronald McDonald. You've got to let me stay in this room for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well. Oh, that's hilarious. We can start the show now. (laughs) Okay. Well, what's good this week? What's good this week? Let me guess. Another week of lockdown. One more week of lockdown. Week of lockdown. (laughs) Always good. (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew you were going to start off with that. <laughs> it, it's written in the thing. It's just, it's, it's just in the contract. Yeah, it's there every time. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a few good things. Now, I'm not a hundred percent sure that they're good, but I think they're good. So I'm going to say them. Well, you know what? Just on that point, like when I come to doing what's good or bad for the week, I look at some of these stories and it's like, what does this fall under? <laughs> is this bad or is this good? Mm. And so, like, some of these things are just news. Yeah. But I've got one thing like that. So well, you start with yours. I think these are good. People hmm. from the affected areas might be able to tell me otherwise. And please do, because I want to know. So California had, it was a recall election. Gavin Newsom is the well, I is guess, like governor a, of California. State election. Yeah. California but, state. Okay. You know, but apparently in California, there's some law, which I freaking wish we had in this state and we could get rid of our clown, Gladys clown. <laughs> Yeah. They just, I think they just decided that we don't like the way he handled COVID. Let's call an election and get rid of him. And that's what they did. <laughs> Why can't Great. we do that? Why can't yeah. we do that? Well, I, I see that her approval rating, you know, or disapproval rating is like way down there. Oh. Disapproval is up and approval is way down. Good. It should yeah. be. It shows. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> they called this recall election and he won that as well. It wasn't like a massive landslide, but he okay. easily won it. And I think that's a good thing because he is a Democrat, okay. which is obviously my side. <laughs> now, right. I'm not up on all the supposed things he did wrong in relation to COVID and whatever else he's allegedly did. Yep. But I'm sure it's nowhere near as bad as what Republican governors are doing and totally right. getting away with it, by the way. Yep. So there's that. I think it's good. Okay. If you're in California and you disagree, let me know. Bring it on. Explain to me. I think anyone will say a politician's a politician. <laughs> He's a politician and he looks like a politician. He talks like a politician. But for some reason, I like him specifically and I'm not sure why. But hang on. If I understand what you said correctly, they called this election because he wasn't handling it properly, but he still managed to retain his seat. Well, obviously it was called by the Republican side, Uh, which are, you know, in California definitely a minority so yeah. there wasn't a there wasn't gonna, a big chance it was going to happen anyway but wasn't when schwarzenegger governor wasn't he republican he was. wasn't a republican for he, a he, while look he was sort of like this abnormality in as he was a republican but he was all over climate change and he was all yes. over stuff like that yeah. he wasn't your typical republican no he wasn't no he didn't fit the normal <laughs> yep. the stereotype right But anyway, the point is they had the election. The end result is exactly back where they started in the first place, except it cost them like hundreds of millions of dollars. So thanks, taxpayers, (laughs) for just, you know, all that money for doing absolutely nothing. Now, the next thing is very, very similar. Justin Trudeau, the... Is he a prime minister or a president? He's a prime minister of Canada. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, again, this I think this is good, but let me explain. Exactly the same thing happened. I'm not sure who called like a snap election. It might have even been Trudeau himself because he's he had a, like a minority. I think they've got a similar system to what we've got here. Okay. They had a minority government. And I think if he called the election, obviously he's trying to get a majority. That didn't happen. And oh. exactly the same thing happened. They had the election. The result came out exactly the same as it was before. Uh, except this one cost $600 million. Wow. And a lot of people are just saying this was a taxpayer-funded $600 million cabinet, no, resh- cabinet reshuffle. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just moved around a little bit, but the result was exactly the same. But mm. this is the thing I don't get. Canadians, please explain this to me. Let us know. 
no matter how much I search, I cannot fully pin down the details of what party is Justin Trudeau. Right. News that I watch said he's a liberal and his party is called the Liberal Party, which they showed as red, you know, on the thing. And they showed conservatives as blue. Right. So to me, blue is like the Democrat side and red is Republican. Yeah, but it's flipped. And then there's orange, which I think is like a far left party in Canada. I don't know. And they've got the Greens, which as usual, never get more than 2% of anything. It's the same in every country. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But like here in Australia, the Liberals are blue and Labor is red, just like Democrats are blue, Republicans are red. The left is blue, the right is red. But then I've also seen other people calling Trudeau like center left and his opponent was like a Trump-like guy. So that seems to be like a far right party as well. Like it's just... It's so, I cannot understand who is who in this election. Like I yeah. want to, it, it's got to be very simple. Someone explain it to me. It can't be that hard. I think, there's too much to it. I think the most dominant is, you know, like in the US, like Democrats blue, Republicans red. And, so, and everybody knows that. But then in other parts where it's less known, they might have like the reverse or something. So you, you're constantly comparing it to the US and then it's like, oh, well, how does this work in comparison to that? Because you under, you know, like everybody understands what the American way yeah. is, right? So yeah, it's probably just, that, that's where it becomes confusing, where things get reversed. And, and it's, anyway. the, it's like, I thought Canada would have been similar to Australia because we're both Commonwealth countries. We've got, I, yeah. I think we've got very similar parliament parliamentary systems. But every country has them called different names, like there's conservatives and there's the liberals. And then in the UK, they've got the Tories, which I think the Tories are on the right. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's just every, it's it's too much for me. I I, I can see why Americans are never going to go for a third party because it's just too much to understand for them. It's like, (laughs) it's it's gotta be as simple as red or blue. That's it. There's no other option because like, even this is confusing me and I I, I wouldn't call myself that dumb, but just the (laughs) The way this Canadian thing seems set up is just very confusing to me. Someone please explain. Yes, write in, let us know. Superchuckamania. At gmail.com or Twitter. Find us on Twitter, one or the other. (laughs) Explain to me. And is it a Captain a, says. And, and Captain it, asks. And is it a good thing or not that Trudeau is back? Right. That's the other thing. That's all I got. <laughs> that that's all you got for good? That's it. <laughs> that's it. Well, uh, I don't know what this falls under. I just think this falls under the it could only happen in America files. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. So I don't know if you heard about this, but there was a Pennsylvania man and he's been held on a fifty thousand dollar bond after he shortchanged a convenience store forty-three cents. For a bottled drink. Did you hear about this? I did not. He is <laughs> he is getting charged with a felony, right? Not a misdemeanor, a felony for this. 43 cents. So what? <laughs> I'll read the article. So his name is Joseph Soboluski. Joseph oh, Soboluski. He's Russian. He's obviously guilty. Or Polish. <laughs> 38. Visited a store last month that was promoting a deal for two 20-ounce. Mountain Dew bottles for $3. Oh, it's a Mountain Dew story. Okay, then. It's a Mountain Dew story, right? So Joseph came in, picked up a bottle of Mountain Dew, put $2 on the counter and walked out. So the problem is the promotion was only applicable if the customer bought two bottles, Ah. which meant the bottle was actually $2.29 plus tax. Yep. So the cashier confirmed everything about the interaction, claiming she walked out to confront Joseph about being 43 cents short. He allegedly told her that she was given the correct amount of money before driving off. So apparently the reason why it's a felony is this isn't the first time this guy's done this. So Uh, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania law dictates 
the first charge of retail theft of items totaling less than $150 comes with a summary offence. The second time it's treated as a misdemeanor and the third is considered third degree felony, regardless of the amount. And this was the third time he was being charged with theft. The first occurred over a decade ago when he drove off without paying for a tank of gas. He stole a pair of $40 shoes from Kmart in December 2011 and was fined more than $866 in addition to being sent to three months jail for violation of his probation. So now he has only paid $2 for his Mountain Dew and he is now on $50,000 bond and felony charges and for 43 cents. And what sort of jail time is he looking at if he doesn't have 50 grand bond? Uh, doesn't say. Like, I understand. Well, well for the, the second offence, he got three months jail. Okay. And this, then this and is a, the third. A, yeah. And then you, you wonder why the American prisons are absolutely full and all <laughs> privately run and they make billions of dollars of profits. Jeez, I wonder why when this guy's going over 43 cents. Right. <laughs> so only in America. Well, oh. Welcome to America. <laughs> welcome to America. Exactly. America, right. Oh, my there God. There you have it. That's something else. That is. Anyway, what, 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 what's bad this week? Well, I sent you something during the week and it was something about American COVID numbers. Yes. And you replied something which I hadn't seen yet, but I did see it not long after you said it. One in 500 Americans have died from COVID-19. Yes. That is just yes. absolutely insane to me. Yeah. So technically, you know, probably every American at least knows of somebody that has died of COVID. You would think but based on those numbers, right? It's possible. I don't even know what to say about that. Ah, it's insane. When you put it in that context. Like... Seriously, I, I don't have any words. I don't have anything to say about that. It, what can you say? I mean, you can, you know, I guess you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. You know, you can say, get vaccinated. I mean, look at around, look around you, but you know, you can't make people do these things, but it's their rights and all this sort of stuff. It's you, just, it's just insane. Over the years, you always hear about, you know, some like African country where, you know, it's, it's all corrupt government and the president's doing crazy stuff. Uh, and yeah, everyone yeah. calls it like, you know, it's a basket case. It's a banana republic mm. and whatever other names they want to describe. But I can't think of any better words to describe America at this point. <laughs> it's just an, <laughs> it's like it's been ruined. It's just been so divided on mm. purpose Yeah. for mostly for, there's two things, there's political and economic mm reasons yeah neither of which have anything to do with like the general population they're just pawns in the big game of course yeah and oh my god it, it plays into their hands i mean you see it oh, on yeah. twitter and stuff like it filters down you know everybody's attacking each other when they should be fighting that's the thing big brother but you know like and it's no wonder Fight, fighting the system instead of fighting each other. It's no wonder so many people vote against their own interests when they've just been totally brainwashed hmm. to believe in this boogeyman that they were told about. But the point is, <laughs> yeah. the person that told them about the boogeyman is the one they should be scared of and yeah, worried it's about. It's gaslighting. It's, it's gaslighting. Just, oh, my God. And they believe it. So. America, what are you doing? So, America, I don't know. Uh, I, and I just saw that Willie Garson has died. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a guy who I don't think I ever knew his name. And well, those actors that you always see them, you know, yeah, don't know you see their are. face yeah. every now and then. You're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, there's yeah. that guy. That guy. Yeah. And he turns up here and there. And then, yeah, he, he just died. Mm -hmm. I think most people probably know him from Sex in the City, which I never watched. But 
He's also been in tons of shows and movies. He was in Hawaii Five O, Quantum Leap, Girl Meets World, which I mentioned just last week. Mr. Belvedere, Just Shoot Me, Supergirl. You know, he's been in a lot of shows and movies. None of those. None of those shows I've watched. Yeah, you never. Watch, you never watched Quantum Leap? What? No. Oh my God. <laughs> Scott Bakula, <laughs> come on. <laughs> no. I'm guessing anyway. Hawaii Five-0 was probably the remake, not the original. I would, I would imagine so. I did watch the original. But yeah, he died. He was 57. Didn't even make it to 58. Make 58. Which right. is <laughs> sad. Yeah. So there's that. Now, the other thing I've got is the Emmy Awards were on. Oh. Can I just interject? Was it as outrageous as the MTV Awards? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it wasn't it wasn't shown on TV here. So I've only like with the VMAs, you only saw the highlights. I've only seen the highlights of this. And from what I've seen, the two biggest highlights were Conan did some funny things here and there. And the second thing has to do with um Gillian Anderson. Anderson. Do you know what I'm gonna talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because I think there's two things to this story. So I don't know what one you're going to go with. I want to say this surprised me, but when you think about it, it really shouldn't. Like if you asked me in a poll, you know that show Family Feud where you have to guess yes, not just yes. the answer but the, the highest but the, the answer highest, that yeah. like a hundred random people answered. Picked, yeah. So apparently a lot of people are just shocked and blown away to use their words that X Files star Gillian Anderson is American. <laughs> And of course, the majority of these people are American themselves, which explains half of it. But once again, I'm almost lost for words at just how dumb these people are. And of course, you can probably guess, I'm guessing they're all stupid young people because everyone our age watched the X-Files and and knows it. Yeah. You know, and so many other things she was in, in the 90s. But these dummies probably only saw her in the crowd and that's it. So she's obviously British now. And it's like, what is wrong with you? Oh, my God. Like, I'm not one of these Netflix people. I've never had it. I never will. I didn't watch The Crown. But even if I watched The Crown, like, okay, she's doing an accent. Why why does that just blow people's minds? Are they that? Yeah. It's it's like, it's, you know, when you do that trick with your thumb to like a dumb kid and they think you just pulled your thumb off. (laughs) This is the sort of level of intelligence I'm I'm looking at here. It's like, can you use your brain literally more than three seconds to just just Google? Just Google. It's a, it's that simple. Why are they so stupid? Like, oh, is this just turning into the Bash America podcast? Maybe, Stop giving but, me so many um, reasons to bash America then. I thought that was the one you were going to go with. But the other one was, did you see the reporter ask the question? Oh, yeah. Gillian Edison, the did question. Did you talk to Margaret Thatcher about Margaret this Thatcher. role? <laughs> and even funnier than the absolutely stupid question was her answer. Because you saw the pause and you saw the look on her face and she's like, do I call this person a moron? <laughs> you could just see like the ticking in the brain for a couple right, of seconds. Yeah. And she's like, seconds, yeah. and then she's like, no, I'll be polite. No, actually, I didn't talk to her about this. Oh, my God. Because she died in 2013, you stupid moron. Oh. This is the American education system. It's, it's wonderful. Right. Huh? It's at work. Oh. So, hilarious. And you see it in the 
quote unquote community. <laughs> yeah. um, this fake it till you make it. It's just everything is bluff your way oh, through yeah. and just pretend to know what you're talking about. Even if you're wrong, just keep going. Well, I hate to compare that to Trump. That's the Trump effect. It's like just yeah, right. talk an absolute yeah. load of garbage yeah. and just yeah, bullshit, bullshit never admit through. you're wrong. Right. Just keep lying. Yeah. Maintain yeah. the lie forever. It's yeah. all just bluster and bullshit yeah. and just keep going. And you just look at it and it's just like, it's just amusing to watch it and contradict themselves and just, just really show themselves what they are but they just you know they won't even admit like the mistake they'll just keep going like that was all part of the plan like you know it was was just a test to see how many of you were paying attention that's always a good one yeah but anyway let's get off this it annoys me um (laughs) so what have i got for this week but it's bad i okay i wrote down the earthquake in melbourne it's very fresh so i hope that no one's hurt in that but like the reports that at the time of this recording, there's just been some minor damage. It's a bit, people are a bit shaken up, but hopefully no one's hurt and hopefully there's no more aftershocks. The, <laughs> I've got down here this, um, this Australia, US and UK alliance. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, look, I'm not going to go into this in very much detail. I just think it's amusing how these countries get together and make these announcements and they deliberately admit the word China. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And it's clear as day this is what they're talking about, but they don't want to instigate or inflame tensions or whatever they want to call it. So they'll call it Indo-Pacific Alliance or or something. Yeah, or threats in the region and all this sort of stuff. It's all very vague. Yeah, it's all very vague. But then, like, you've got the media, like, they'll do a press conference and it's, for example, I think there was um, some cyber attack on Australia, like, a few months ago. And it was like, oh, there's a state-based country that attacked Australia. The very first question is like, is it China? <laughs> yeah. It's like they go to think, is it China? And they dance around the answer. Oh, it's a state-based country. We're not at liberty to say who it is, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then like the very next, after that press conference, the very first news story, it's like, China has uh, infiltrated a cyber attack on Australia. (laughs) It's like they just come out and say, the media will just come out and and just label it as China, right? But then you've got now like this dilemma of they've pissed off the French at the same time because they had a deal in place of building submarines with the French and then the French were caught off guard because now they're getting into bed with the US and UK and all this sort of stuff. So it's a big, big mess. Okay. No one, no one's a fan of Australia at the moment. Here's the question I've got. Like, again, I don't know the details of it, but if we had a deal with France, if we had a written contract with France that says we're going to buy $60 billion of submarines or whatever the deal was, any contract has penalties. Yeah, of course. So do you know, now that we've pulled out of this deal, do we still have to give them like $10 billion just for breaking the contract? I I heard somewhere about how taxpayers have to, yeah, like a compensation thing. It's how how expensive it's going to be to fund this new deal and still pay off the old deal. Because the media... Because this is the thing it's hard to find the details about, which is yeah, the we, most crucial thing that I want to know, but no one's talking about it. Well, the, the media keeps saying, oh, we tore up the contracts with France. I mean, that I, that's a very sensationalised kind of, of statement, right? But I don't know the mechanics There might have it. even they, been a written contract. Maybe yeah. the Australian Prime Minister, whoever it was, whenever, just said, oh, yeah, we, we'll get some submarines from you, like, in five years. Mm, yeah. Which means there's no contract, which means there's no penalty. But again, this is very... Because that right. is the most basic of details of this entire story. They've got to take it to Judge Judy. She's all oh. about the four walls oh, of the contract. Oh, she would kill them. So. She would kill oh, them. Oh, yeah, she would. 
So we've got uh, the litigators, France, with the uh, defendant, Australia, and yep. Judge Judy presiding. That'd be great. And then Bert can just escort them out. <laughs> right. And then Judge Judy's like to ScoMo, like, you ate the steak. You got you to gotta pay for the steak, right? <laughs> so that's an expensive submarine deal. Yeah. Oh, that all hurts my brain. Yeah. And also someone else, someone else passed away this week, Anthony A.J. Johnson from the House Party and Friday Movies and Menace to Society and Lethal Weapon 3. He was 55. Oh. Anyway. What bad news. Anyway, uh, you said we had mail in the mailbox. Hang on. One last thing. This is just a headline I saw. I have no de- mm. further details, but there's this news about the koalas. 30% oh, yeah, of the population it. of koalas, I think it's just in New South Wales, we have lost 30% of the population in the last three years. Due to the fires or like... That would have been part of, of it, but there's yeah. always clearing land for logging and for yeah. building houses and for all this other stuff, but I'm sure the fires yeah. would have been a, a good part of that last yeah. year. Mm. So 30%, that's a, that's a big number. Yeah, it's, And yeah, while it's, it's only good. one state... It's probably one of the states with the highest populations of koalas. Mm. Well, they lost a lot of koalas on Kangaroo Island when that oh, went yeah. up in flames. And that was like a pure... Because a lot of the koalas have chlamydia and the ones on Kangaroo Island are like kind of disease-free and mm. stuff. So Yeah, that was a disaster. Yeah. What a uplifting show this has turned out to be. <laughs> like every story is just like, oh, Jesus, what do you even say about that? Right, so um, <laughs> let's get to some mail then. Okay, now, we have a mail. Hey, Jeff, you want to get tweeted with me tonight? Well, all right! Hell to the metal again, they'll soon Drag me out of bed and gag me with a spoon I need your love, I can't relax Without your touch, I'm grown into the max So here I will, tweet Oh, I- Man, I was listening to the last episode and I was in the supermarket and I lost it, man. I thought, what the hell is this song? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We have an email from Doug, who I think... Dougie. I'm not sure he's Dougie. emailed us before. I think this could be the first time. Oh, well, look, hey, Doug. Let's, let's see. Hello to player and captain. I've been meaning Hello. to email you email in for a long time now. Uh, a lot of people are. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people are about 52 episodes behind. (laughs) But I'm usually at least one episode behind, and I always figure I'll get caught up before making contact. Anyway, I'm up to date right now, so hi. Hello. Hello Hello. to you. Uh, So during episode 51, while reading reading Brian's email, you mused, what sort of person would listen to us? Well, Uh, yeah, we mused it in this episode. Yeah, this one too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hearing Brian's massive captain's head suggestion (laughs) and all the baggage that came along with that, I remembered that Brian Mm. once said he's a huge David Lynch fan. And you can really tell as much from the contents of his twisted mind that spewed out in his latest email. (laughs) But Brian wasn't the first huge David Lynch fan to contact your show. There's Lisa as well. And now me, another huge David Lynch fan here. So that might be the answer to the question. What sort of person? Person would listen to this show. 
in the Venn diagram of David Lynch fans and listeners to your show who are compelled to send an email, massive crossover. What do you think about that? Kind regards, Dougie. That is very interesting. Isn't David Lynch the guy in like a razor head or something? Uh, yeah, I think I think he, I think that might've been one of his first movies. Okay. Like, cause I'm, I've never seen that movie, but, and I'm not familiar with, I'm familiar with him, but not his work. Like, I don't think I've seen anything with him in it. I know he did Twin Peaks. Yeah, see, I didn't watch that. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's one of the names. Who, who killed Laura Palmer? Oh yeah, I remember that. Did he kill her? It was, was he. Was he? <laughs> I remember that being on TV every 30 seconds. Seconds, yeah, right. <laughs> but it was never enough to make me want to watch it. Watch it, exactly. But yeah, David Lynch, he's one of those names that he's been around for ages, but I, yeah, I know almost nothing about it. Same. Which is, Same. Which is then bizarre that people yeah, who like this show are big David Lynch fans. What, what is the... What have we got in common with him right. that makes uh, – it's very interesting. I'm going to have to go and watch yeah. his bizarre movies now yeah. and see if there's anything there. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't know either. I don't have the answer to that. No. Anyway. Well, but, yeah, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good observation, good connection that you've made. We just, don't, we just can't put it together. Maybe if you, if you know the answers, what the pieces of the puzzle, let us know. Yeah, okay. Only David Lynch fans can answer this question, and that question is what, if any – that you can think of any similarities between David Lynch and his work and whatever this is that we're doing. Because <laughs> there's got to be right. something. There's got to be something. Mm. I know he does sort of weird movies, but that's about it. Ah, so we're weird. Maybe. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Some of the, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that comes out of my mouth could easily be called weird. <laughs> I think some of the topics we touch on are weird. Possibly. Um, so anyway, thank you, Doug. Thanks for the email. First time. It only took you 52, 51 episodes. Good stuff. Thank you, Dougie. I'll see you episode 104. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the okay. only, that's the only email we got. Um, yeah. It's Next. recommendations. Recommendations. Here we go. Well, I need a recommendation. Do you have a recommendation? I do. Ooh. Okay. First of all, Andy McKee. Oh yeah. Has a new, I would say, I wouldn't say album. I'd say EP. It's only like seven tracks or something, but he does a cover of Purple Rain on Ooh. this. And it sounds very similar to- 2012. The way, yeah. The way he performed the opening of the first show on tw in 2012. Ooh, nice. So yeah, that's on Spotify. It's also in the Super Chucker Mania playlist. If you want to have a listen to it. Yeah. Purple Rain. Second of all, this song's been out for a couple of months, but I haven't recommended it, but I've finally gotten around to it. Baker Boy. Um, Baker Boy. Great, yeah, a great Australian indigenous artist. And G Flip have a duet called My Mind. I have heard of G Flip. Wow, that's something. Yeah. If people overseas want to check out some Australian music, it's in the Super Chocomania playlist. And the third one that I have... Now, this got a bit of a story to it. So I was in my daughter's car a few weeks ago and she plays the stereo or whatever. And she was playing, it was like a remix of Boney M's Rasputin. Oh yeah. Good and song. Good song. A great song, right? And it was kind of like an updated kind of dance mix thing. And she's kind of singing along to it. And I was kind of surprised by that. And you're because, like, you, you know, know, this song's like 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> right. So well so I start singing along to it and she's kinda of surprised that like you know, that I know it. Oh, and she knows it and yeah. I know it, right? So it's like, well, you know, this song isn't isn't new, right? Anyway, that was that day. I didn't really think about it since. And then last week I opened up Spotify and there was like a, a playlist and it was like like twenty twenty one remixes or something. It was uh 
yeah, Remix is 2021 or something. So I played it and like the, one of the first tracks on the playlist is this Boney M Remix of Raspoon and it comes up again. And the DJ that does it is called Majestic, right? And so I thought, oh, yeah, Captain will like this because it's Boney M and it's Rasputin. And I know that this song has been remixed a billion times before, right? So I've put it in the Super Chucker Mania playlist. But then it got me thinking, someone has got to get Una Paloma Balanca. Oh, yes. And remix it. Such right? a great song. The George Baker selection. I mean, George Baker selection was like one person. It's an, That's an old song as well. It's been covered by many people. Like I didn't know Demis Roussos did a version of it. So many people did it. and it's So many people <laughs> did it. And it was used in Australia in a place called El Cabello Blanco, right, as their theme song. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, so what I did was I tried to look on Twitter for this DJ called Majestic that did this Rasputin remix. Because I thought as Super Chuckamania, we could tweet this guy and say, hey, can you yeah. possibly do? We're only waiting for that song. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I looked at his Twitter and it, he's, it's like locked. It's like a locked account. And it's like, ah, right. So here's my thing. If any budding remixes are out there, I have a challenge. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. I'm challenging you to remix Una Paloma Balanca and send it to us. But it has to be, there's a condition, it has to be a banger. It can't be a, like a cheesy, don't you, you know, Don't just get loops. your 80s, yeah. don't get your Casio yeah. keyboard out and just turn the drums yeah. on. <laughs> no, it has to be a banger and send it to us. So that's, that's the challenge out there. But in the meantime, if you want to check out Rasputin, yeah, the Majestic Remix, go check it out. It's in the Super Chuckamania playlist. Holy dooly. Who saw that coming? Yeah. So I have a couple of things. One is, I don't. it's not out yet. I think it's November it's coming out, but Brian Wilson has a new album coming out. It's really? called At My Piano. And the, the, the promo thing says, the musical legend returns to his rich catalog of hits and performs these historically popular songs in their purest form. Just Brian, alone with his piano. And a microphone. <laughs> 1983. No. Uh, <laughs> So that's going to be good. I'll, I'll be ready for that. Okay, so it's not something I can add into. The no, not yet. The it's. I think it said okay. November, but there'll probably be a, an advanced single at some point. So I'll look so out for that. You're bracing. You're bracing people. Just get ready. Get ready for it. What else? The other thing is, oh, I don't know if I want to recommend this. I'm going to say it anyway, but I don't think it's amazing. Has this got to do with something you mentioned about Elton John and Dua Lipa? Or oh something? God, no! I don't give a crap about Elton John. <laughs> No, but didn't you say you were going to mention something about that? I know we fell over and had to cancel his tour. Yeah. That's about all I know. But you know what? I admire that even though he's like got all this hip pain and he can't do anything, he's still like arranging tour dates for like three or four years time. He's like a machine. <laughs> well, the thing is like so many people, it's not like he needs the money. Right. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> just enjoy your life. Maybe yeah. or maybe that's how he enjoys it. Maybe he just loves Getting out on stage. So in that case, yeah. fine. Yeah. But I doubt it's for financial reasons unless he's made some very <laughs> bad decisions in his life. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say Mama Moo. They're back. They've got a new song. It only just came out. I've only heard it a couple of times, but it's not their best song. Oh. You're going to recommend it anyway? I, I want people to listen to Mama Moo. Okay. So is it called? It's called, I think it's called like Mama Much or something. <laughs> M-U-M-U-M-U-M-U-C-H. Oh, yeah. Mama Much. Yeah. 
Uh, add to playlist. It's in there. It's Dang. okay. It's a nice listen. It's Mama Moo, but it might grow on me. I don't know. Okay. Listeners, let us know. Is it a grower? <laughs> so that's your recommendations? Oh, all okay. Right. I think that's all, that's all we've got. What have we learned that's this week? That's all we've got. Uh, well. Do you know what? We didn't even we didn't even talk about these Melbourne protests. Oh, you said you were going to, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, well, I thought I had it written here, but <laughs> obviously I forgot. <laughs> You forgot to look at your notes. Yeah. Well, at least you had notes to look at. Anyway. Make it till you make it. Yeah. Well, what have we learned this week? Okay. This is what I learned. Like, we barely even touched on this. We'll probably get to it next week because it looks like it's going to continue anyway. Mm. If you're going to turn up at a protest that's meant to be full of tradies, like construction workers and everything, don't, you know. If, Ensure your shoes are dirty. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're not actually one of those people, but you just want to turn up and protest for the fun of it, because that's how you have fun, don't turn up in clothes that you obviously bought yesterday. Because <laughs> tradies shirts, they're not brand new, unless you yeah. bought it, especially just because you knew you were going to be on the TV the next day. It's the ridiculous. Bit, the bit that the media and TV, like, labelling certain sections of these people, like, professional protesters yeah. it's like is that an occupation oh, it is <laughs> it is like oh, they yeah. get paid like every week <laughs> this is the same these are the same idiots who were at the sydney the Newtown one. Oh, so they, they're, they're, they're traveling oh, no, for their work I, I don't mean the exact same people but they're the same type uh, uh, of people yes every breed. protest that you see on tv you'll see the same people at every protest because that's what they do yeah they're probably unemployed. They probably don't have a job, but they'll turn up at every single protest that's going because they're just anti everything. They're anti government. They're anti whatever you yep. whatever you've got. Bring it on. I'm anti. <laughs> this is what these people are like, and they all live in Newtown, obviously, and in Melbourne. I don't know the area in Melbourne, but I'm guessing that's where they're from. Because yeah, there were people at the big anti-vax protests. What uh, uh, last week, the two weeks, three weeks ago, they're all the time. And the yeah. same people who were at them every week in Melbourne, they're here at this one too, which is supposed to be tradespeople. But yeah. they've just infiltrated, hijacked someone else's protest because they just they just can't resist a good march through the streets. Of course. Why not? Yeah. So, yeah, I can't imagine how much um, Lowe's made on selling fluoro gear in the last week. <laughs> they probably, they've probably got empty shelves right now. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you're an actual tradie who needs to buy a new shirt. You'll yeah, probably find well. them in the bin in a couple of weeks when all these fake idiots throw them all out. Yeah. This is all over a tea room, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, what else did we learn this week? America. Yeah, I, I learned, what I learned is always pay for your Mountain Dew. Oh, Re- yes. You know, don't short, pay for don't your short Mountain change don't, the... Um, the Mountain Dew. Yeah. Do the do. <laughs> do the do with the Mountain Dew. Holy moly, 43 cents. <laughs> yep. He, that's the that's the world we live in now. <laughs> here it comes. Anyway. Here it comes the music. That's what she said. Greatest song. <laughs> and we'll see you uh, next week. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Bye. Bye bye.